Hello, and welcome to another edition of Addition with Addy Adewusi. I'm your host, Addy, and boy, do I have a show for you all today. It is April Fool's 2022, and if you thought I wasn't going to release an episode today, well, joke's on you. So first, before we get into the markets, the hot topics, the news, if you want to support the show, which is always free, please go ahead and subscribe to the Substack, editionpod.substack.com. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Edition with Adi Adewusi. Follow me on Twitter, at editionpod. On TikTok, at editionpod. On Instagram, at edition with Addy. You will see new content daily on the social media platforms and you will get at least three episodes a week on YouTube and on the podcast players. Yes, I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. All of the links are in my YAT, which is linked into the show notes. iPhone laptop plus sign star. So go ahead and check out the edition page. I have all the links consolidated there for you. Okay, let's get into the markets and then we'll get to the news because I'm very excited to talk about the hot topic today. Okay, so crypto markets. In the last seven days, Bitcoin is up 4.34%. Ethereum is up a whopping 11.35% in the last seven days. As you may have seen compared to the last episode, um, Bitcoin has lost some of its gains that it got over the week and also ethereum as well and this is normal this is investing um so something to think about are you trading crypto or are you investing crypto so trading means you're watching the prices every day and making moves like moving out of one coin into another or you know withdrawing you know based on what the market does that day so that's trading i am not a trader That is a very advanced skill, in my opinion, and there are people who are out there who know how to do it way better than me. So I am not trading. I'm investing. Investing means you don't plan on touching this money for the next five years or more. So that's that's what I see as investing, or I guess at least a year, because after a year, when you pay your taxes, you pay... um, long-term capital gains versus short-term capital gains. So in the eyes of the U.S., trading is less than a year and investing is longer than a year. But sometimes it takes more than a year to recover from any losses. So I, I use five years as a benchmark. So keep that in mind as you see crypto prices moving up and down, as well as stock prices, all the same. Um, remind yourself, like, I'm trading or I'm investing. And if you're investing, you don't really need to worry about the day-to-day prices. I just like sharing them as an update to get a pulse on the industry because there always affects in business and tech on about in response to what's going on in the markets. Okay, so S&P 500 in the past five days, it's only up 0.01% lost most of its gains this week. And the NASDAQ, where the hot tech stocks are, um, is up 
0.44% in the last five days. So yeah, not much movement in the S&P and NASDAQ. They're, they did spike a little bit earlier this week, but it is now back to normal or to where it was at the beginning of the week for the most part. Okay, let's talk about this hot topic in tech. Amazon workers on Staten Island vote for company's first unionized warehouse in the U.S. So I'm reading this. Um, my source is CNBC. This is the article I'm referencing here. So if you don't know, Amazon workers tried to unionize back in 2020, late 2020, early 2021. At the time, I was working for a startup that provided e-commerce fulfillment, so it was very top of mind. So quick refresher, Amazon, we, we know what Amazon is. We shop on it. You can find whatever you need. It's a website or an app. But behind the scenes, they, there are workers that need to pack, ship, and deliver these products to us. At, and we have free two-day shipping. So I'm going to read a quote from the article The ALU, which is the Amazon Labor Union, has called for Amazon to put in place more reasonable productivity rates in the warehouse. It is also urging the company to raise wages as well as give workers more paid breaks and vacation, among other demands. So pointing to the the part where they discuss more reasonable productivity rates. This may have an effect on free two-day shipping. There are so many, there's, there's a lot going on here. So one, Amazon is now the second tech company to have workers organized. And there may be others, but I'm talking about the ones, the, the big fang companies, right? So Google has the Alphabet Workers Union. Alphabet is the um, umbrella company for all of the various Google businesses. And now Amazon has passed their first vote to unionize in one of their warehouses. There will be another vote for um, the Bessemer, Alabama warehouse, which if you remember was the first warehouse that wanted to vote to unionize, but the vote did not pass. And I'm actually surprised that they are trying again, but look, they've tried again. Staten Island has tried and now it's worked. Maybe Bessemer will get their union as well. So I'm not going to speak on whether unions are good or bad. What I will mention is that other tech companies are paying attention to this now. So the last thing a company wants is for their workers to unionize. So companies may get be a step ahead and all of a sudden start you know, providing wage hikes to, to their workers or providing more benefits or more flexibility or um, pushing more vacation so workers will not vote to unionize. Because people organize and unionize when they feel like they're not being heard. And the only way for the company to hear their concerns is if they collectively band together and bargain on everyone's behalf. So look out for companies um, raising their wages, maybe expanding the pay bans for their roles. Amazon did this a couple months ago now. They, they doubled their salary cap. So look out for these um, proactive union-preventing measures. 
and you also may see um, union, anti-union rhetoric in company communications. This is a very juicy, thorny, sticky topic. And now that we have two out of the fang with unions, who knows who's next? Let me know in the comments on which company you think is going to unionize next in thing. Okay, so career topic for today, it is review season. So if you have a performance review coming up, mine is next month in May, I wanted to talk a little bit about how to prepare for your conversation. So first, hopefully you have been tracking all of your work and your accomplishments throughout the year or throughout the, the half year. So I do that via planner, which is similar to Trello. Pretty much every task that I do, I log it there just so I can have it as a reference in preparation for my reviews. Additionally, if you use a project management software, you may have you know, information there related to your tickets or your work items or bugs, whatever you, you do in tech. So first you have the, essentially a library of all the things you've accomplished in the past um, six months or year, however often you do your reviews. Next, you would want to have a conversation with your manager before your review as to what their expectations are for you in your current role, as well as what your expectations are, what their expectations are for you in if you were to be promoted. So you have to know what your manager believes you need to do to be promoted. It's not, it never works in our favor to assume what will get us promoted. Our, we can ask our managers directly and they they have to give us an answer. You know, it's, it's a normal question. So don't be afraid to ask for what, what you need to do to be promoted. So anyway, so that's the homework before you even get to the review. So now you have your body of work that you've done in the past six months or the past year. You know what your manager is looking for, for your promotion. So as you are writing out your review, use the language that your manager is asking for, for your promotion. So if your manager says you need to expand your scope, you need to establish your leadership skills, all examples of how you've done that should be in your review and focus on those things and nothing else, because those are what your manager has communicated to you is important. If you share that your review with them and they say, oh, I think it's missing things, you can always add. There's always like a period um, between when the reviews start and when the reviews are finalized. But make sure that you share all the things that your manager is asking to see from you. So I wanted to give you that advice as we head into review season. As I start working on my review, I will give you an update. Okay, what am I geeking out about this week? So I need a new phone and a new laptop. So I currently have the Apple iPhone 11 Pro and I have the, a MacBook Pro from 2015. So yes, it's about time, but 
Do I want to spend the money? No. But it's at the point where I have to spend the money and I need to get a new phone, a new laptop. We'll, we'll just push aside the fact that these expensive products need to be replaced so soon. So I am crowdsourcing. Should I upgrade to the iPhone 13 now or should I wait for the iPhone 14? And similar with my laptop, I have a MacBook Pro which MacBook Pro do you recommend I get? Should I wait until the December release of the new Apple products? And and just to give you an idea, my MacBook Pro works fine, but the speakers are off. Should I go to the Genius Bar and get them to fix that instead of replacing the whole computer? So essentially, if you have a new MacBook Pro or the new iPhone 13, I want to hear from you whether it's worth that I upgrade. So yes, I'm geeking out on Apple products. How cliche is that, that a tech podcaster and YouTuber is (laughs) geeking out about Apple products, but that's what I am looking at now. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening or watching. I will see you next time. Have a great Friday.